your diary. Today, it was really quiet and I didn't hear from Eric. I went over to walk George, but the door was closed and no one came. The dog was quiet, it's been quiet. Today was Wednesday, so my day to go get my rations. Once a week, we get to go get our rations. It's an exciting day, long line, social distance around the block, waiting to get some pasta, some rice, dried milk, some coffee, canned, canned beans, canned corn, just a few basic things. The menu's always the same. Canned corn, pasta, rice, Lucky if you get tuna. If you get tuna, it's like an exciting day. You feel like you're, you won the lottery. So I guess I didn't walk, have to walk George today. Kind of miss walking George. Well, so I went to the store, got my rations in my little bag. It was getting pretty late, even though it was only six because of the sun fading. It was very dark. Very sooty today. Very, very dark. I was heading home. I had to pass the little park. There were a couple guys on the bleachers. I could tell they were smoking because I smelled it. I don't know how anyone could smoke when there's so much soot in the air. But that's what they do. I was walking home. And I thought I heard someone walking behind me. I heard some footsteps. But it's hard to see in this black cloud of soot, so much pollution and smog in the air, just really hard. I was just really breathing hard, but I could swear someone was following me. I felt it. You know, that kind of feeling that someone's following you. So I took out the keys and went to open my door, and that's when it happened. It happened so quick. Someone put their hand over my mouth, and they grabbed me, Next thing I knew, a guy was holding me, holding my mouth, and he, he opened the door, and then he, he said, don't scream, or I'll shoot. He had a gun. I was so scared, I was terrified. Like, bag of groceries fell on the floor, and even a can of corn fell on his foot, and he was pissed. That, he just yelled at me and called me names, and then he smacked me in my face. And he's like, where's your money? And I didn't have any money. So I couldn't get him any money. And he looked around. And he opened my drawers and was looking and rifling everything. He was upset because my place doesn't have much. Then he threw me on the bed. He like slapped me in my face. He ripped my shirt. And I screamed. I screamed. I couldn't believe this was happening to me. This man. <laughs> I was breathing hard. My right cheek was burning from his slap on my face. I wish George was here. I wish my boyfriend was here. This is just a terrible, terrible nightmare. And the man ripped my pants. And he started to unbuckle his belt and on the bed. And he was like holding my hands. <laughs> he put duct tape over my mouth. And he's like, don't scream her or I'll shoot you. 
he was in a bubbly. <laughs> and fell and he pulled down his zipper. And that's when thunk, thunk. Eric from next door must have let George out. And George came and bit his arm. And, and the gun went off and it hit the wall. And George was attacking the guy's arm. And he was screaming, get off me, dog. Get off me, dog. Get off me, dog. And I was just so terrified. And I was so happy that George was grabbing his leg. And next day I knew Eric from next door. I haven't seen him in so long. He had a baseball hat. And he whacked the guy in the head. And the guy fell to the ground. And George was still growling. Eric it's over and just like that the intruder's body was just lying on the ground had blood coming from his head and George was still pulling at his feet and Eric looked really sick and he coughed again and then old singing Joe came by and saw the door open and was like what's going on everyone okay and then he saw when he came up to see, because he knew I never had my door open at this time, he saw the dog barking. He was like, well, we got to get this cleaned up, don't we? Before the popo comes, we got to get this cleaned up. And Eric was coughing. So Singing Joe told Eric to go back to his apartment and told me to just put on my clothes and wash my face, that he would take care of this body. Ain't nothing but a junkie, he said. No one's going to miss this junkie in this neighborhood. No one cares about us. The only one that cares about us is you and me. We're survivors. I can help you today, but tomorrow I might not be here to help you. I might be robbing you of your last can of corn. He took the can of corn, and he took the body. And I was left in my apartment. I closed the door. And a tear ran down my cheek, my bruised cheek. I went into the bathroom. I looked in the mirror. I had bruises on my face, red, big old red, cherry on my right face. I was bruised up. My hair was ripped. Clothes were ripped. But if it hadn't been for Eric next door and George, I don't, I can't even think what would have happened to me. Oh, I turned on the shower and got in the shower. <laughs> the cool, warm shower. I just wanted to be clean. I wanted to get this man's smell off of me. I haven't been touched in six months. It was horrible to have someone touch you. Like you're so scared of people and to have someone violate your space and rip your clothes and grab your mouth and hit you. And then to see him on the ground with blood coming from his head. The water just was warm. And I washed my hair and I washed my body. I took the soap. I must rub my body a thousand times over and over and over again rubbing the soap everywhere, trying to get clean, clean this, trying to erase this memory. I got out of the shower, put on a robe, 
and his blood to clean up. Singing Joe was right. He was just a junkie. No one would care. Police wouldn't come. They could care less if I was raped or not. They could care less about us. We are the forgotten district. We are the forbidden district. Nothing but junkies, homeless, unwanted. People like me that aren't smart and clever, not rich. I'm just a number waiting. I was thankful for Eric risking his life. I wonder if I was contaminated by Eric. Isn't that a horrible thought, the guy that rescued me and his dog? But if we're contaminated, someone will squeal. Someone will call the police. The ambulance will come and take you away. You'll never be seen again. I heard a neighbor say, settle down, what's going on? It's old Julie, really skinny lady, elderly, always screaming at the neighbors to turn their loud music down. She would cuss. And if she goes cussing again to tell us to settle down. We're settled down, all right. Another body in our district. Gone. Singing Joe took the body. He told me later that he dumped it in the park. Just another junkie, he said. Police don't care. His body's being burned next door probably right now. They're always burning bodies. Every day someone's turning blue. Dying. Dying from the diseases, the air, the sun fading. I wonder what my mom would say. I hope no one's breaking into their house. I hope no one wants to rob them. Their can of corn, their can of beans. Well, I had a can of beans. Never wanted to be a vegetarian, but here I am. I will eat anything. Hungry. I looked at my cat. My cat looked at me. I knew she was hungry. She wanted to go out and go look for a rat. Rats were overrunning the streets of New York. They're probably eating more than we do because they can get into the places that we can't. I let my cat out. I combed my hair. Combed it over and over again. They dried my hair. I wanted to feel pretty. This whole time I wanted to be touched. I wanted to be touched. Just the contact with my boyfriend. And here this perfect stranger touched me and it was horrible. I felt so violated. 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 But thanks to Eric and his dog, I was saved, but just the touch of a stranger touching you, coming into your space. Is this what it's all about? Being scared of someone to come in your space and touch you. It was, it was horrible. But thank goodness for my friends. Jaffa found out and he said he would start checking on me come by. He said that 
that Jaiman, Jaiman was caught. Caught? I said, I told you they were tracking. What's District 11 really up to? What was my brother up to? Would my brother save me if they were going to get rid of us in District 42? How would they exterminate us? Spraying overhead every day? I wonder if the other district's air is cleaner than ours. I wonder if they can see the sun. I haven't been outside of our district. I don't know what's going on with the other districts. They won't let us communicate with anything. The police and the politicians and the governments and the mayors won't let us communicate with their own family members. I can't even talk to my mom or my dad. My brother won't talk to me. Do they have food while we don't? Do they have all the food? Why do they want to get rid of us? Because we can't pay our rent. We're worthless society members. But we're the workers. We're the alley workers that work in the grocery stores. We're the waitresses. Now that we're we're not needed, robots are doing everything. Robots are waiters and cleaners and cooking food and mowing the lawns. The robots are doing everything. Why would they need us? They can get, they don't have to pay us. You don't have to pay a robot. I knocked on the wall. That was my secret code, letting Eric know that I thanked him, thanked him and George for saving me today. Night Diary. One more day in this desolate place of New York. Gonna dream of a better world. A world with the sun, sun shining. A world where we're not separated by districts or how much we're worth. But if we have a good heart, it's people that take care of people that you need. But singing Joe's right, one day Joe might turn on me. Jamie might turn on me. I might turn on them. We're all just surviving.